Good morning, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 10th, and I've got a couple of wonderful friends on the show with me today. I think you guys are going to be really encouraged. Wendy and Kelly are here from Life Creative, and they're going to be talking about what it looks like to follow your passions, whatever season of motherhood you find yourself in. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so you guys know this is my week off and I have been enjoying it. Our kids uh, went with us on a hike the other day and we went waterfall looking and uh, lake watching. And I told my husband, I said, I'm ready to kind of pull out the kayaks and just uh, take a break. But as you know, I've got this week off and next week I will be in uh, Sparta, New Jersey for Fearless Northeast. If you are anywhere in the Sparta, New Jersey area, we have people coming down from Connecticut and over from New York and from Pennsylvania. And we would love to see you there. So we still have room for you. That event is happening on the 19th and 20th. So come on out and uh, say hello. And be sure if you guys are already registered, I should have said this for the uh, crowd in Houston, bring your Bible, bring your Bibles and your highlighters. And uh, we're going to ink up our Bibles and just uh, be encouraged in the word together. So don't forget about that. May 19th, and 20th. All right, you guys, I am tickled to death because I've got a couple of new friends on the podcast with me today. And we're going to be talking about seasons of motherhood. So Kelly Stewart is on the show with me today, along with uh, Wendy Speak. And the the two of them together are the owners of Life Creative and the authors of the book that bears the same name. And I think you guys are going to be really encouraged. I have really had an opportunity to kind of look at their website and get to know them a little bit. And I love their heart for moms. And most of you have been listening to this podcast for a while. You know that I have a heart to encourage mothers in every season of life. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. What does it look like uh, to pursue the gifts that God has given you when you're surrounded by uh, toddlers and screaming things and babies? And so uh, these guys know what they're talking about. So hey, Wendy and Kelly, welcome to the show. So can you guys give me a little bit of, so for everybody who's listening to this, and by the way, for those of you who are not familiar with Life Creative, I'm going to link back to all things like Life Creative at the show notes today. So you can find out how to purchase the book and I'll link back to their website and to their bios. And so if you want any information to their Instagram, which is awesome, I should tell you, and uh, I think you guys are going to be encouraged. So we'll link back to that stuff today. But Kelly, can you tell us a little bit, how did you guys, um, how long have you guys known each other and how did the Lord plant this seed for Life Creative in your heart? Absolutely. Well, Wendy and I met, goodness, I think it's been about 16 years ago almost. We were just young ones. We had, we were both newly married and um, didn't have children yet and were just sort of kindred spirits immediately uh, recognized that we had a lot in common. And Wendy was working as an actress and she was a writer and I was a singer and a worship leader and a writer. And so we would get together uh, on our off days and we were both working on manuscripts and we would share one another's manuscripts. And we just had, we had all these dreams of the things that we wanted to do, books that we wanted to write and ministries we wanted to start. And so many, so many big dreams and big goals. And um, we were constantly talking about, we could do this and we should do this. And then as life had it, you know, my husband and I moved 
to Missouri and she and her husband moved to California. And, um, and so we were separated by space and, um, then children came along and we both started having children and we noticed that our conversations were changing. When we would call one another on the phone, we weren't talking so much about our newest projects or our creative dreams. We were talking more about potty training and how do you get right? them to eat when they don't want to eat and <laughs> how do you get them to stay in their beds at night? I'm so tired. And I don't remember when it was. It must have been seven or eight years ago, maybe eight years ago. I flew out to California to visit Wendy. And at the time, my oldest was five and my, my youngest was not quite one. And I was just I was in that very exhausted, weary place with the kids and a traveling husband, and I had just needed a time to get away. And I remember sitting on Wendy's couch and sobbing and saying, I I don't know who I am right now, and I'm just, I'm so tired, and I don't know what's happening to me. And I just felt very overwhelmed with it all. And so I think it was the next summer, Wendy called me and she said, hey, what if we had a little creative retreat? Let's get a couple of our mom friends that are creative and let's just get together for a few days and just let's not focus on kids. Let's focus on our art and our craft and the, and the things that, that made us us before the kids came along. And so that was the very first, I believe that was in 2010, that was the very first creative retreat that we did. And um it became a yearly thing for five years. We would go out to a little lake house in Northern California, and there were a couple of writers and a couple of photographers and some teachers, and we would get out and we would just work. And we would work on whatever project, new photo techniques, whatever it was, but it was just something for us to focus on those parts of us that God had so clearly knit in us. And we just needed that sort of breathing time to, to remember those ways that God had created us. And Wendy and I were talking one day and we, we thought, man, we, we saw how each one of us had bloomed and blossomed over the years of those creative retreats. And after the retreat, we'd all go home and we'd feel so refreshed. And we were able to pour back into our families after having just that, that little bit of space. And we thought, what if we could bottle this up and give this away, let other people sort of experience the blessing of this time? And so that was really sort of the birthplace of Life Creative. And it started to take shape over lots of conversations and more children entered the picture. And, and we just started seeing that, yes, there is a need for moms, especially creative moms who had all this creativity and it gave them life. And then children come in the mix and, and you're, you suddenly are trying to navigate, who am I? Am I a creative person? Am I mom? When can I be both? And how do they fit together? And so that was really the birthplace of life creative. And that's sort of how the book came to be over the course of time. I love that. And really, I know that there, I, I speak to women about this all the time because uh, we come, we kind of, there's an ebb and a flow to motherhood, right? There's, there are mm -hmm. times when it's really intense and really, uh, that's kind of all you can think about because, hey, you're sleep deprived. Let's, let's be honest, right? Um, but I <laughs> right. love this. I love your heart in telling moms, listen, God didn't ask you. He didn't give you this gift for nothing. And I think mm -hmm. sometimes moms feel overwhelmed by it. What do you say to the mom who just feels like her, her life has become nothing but crockpots and curriculum and, and uh, she's got a dream that's bigger than the season of life that she's in? This is Wendy. I've, I've said that the dream come true season of motherhood intersects every other dream. Like all the other things that we were like, I want to, um, gets gets intersected by motherhood and um and it just changes everything and it changes everything i think um in many ways permanently but intensely it changes all the dreams 
short term. And when we can get our minds around the fact that this is a season, I'm not going to have little ones at home all the time, or I'm not going to be homeschooling all these people forever. Um, but if you spread them out like Heidi and Jay have, you might be doing it for most <laughs> you of might be. for you. <laughs> That's right. It is. It is an intense season. And um, I remember having this transition that I experienced when we were in that season of doing these creative retreats. My youngest, I have I have three and now they're nine, 11 and 13. And I homeschool two. I send one away. So we still got a lot going um, on. Uh, by the way, I send one away. That's that sounds so awful. I send one to school five days a week. Um, but <laughs> I remember this one summer or one warm day here in California where the kids were in the pool um, swimming. And I remembered at that time, man, there was a long season when I was in the water with them and I had a baby in one arm and water wings on the, the middle one. And the other one wasn't really big enough to be on his own, but Hey, I hope you do. Okay. Because I can't be over there in the deep end with you. And um, they all got out at that day that I was not in the water with them and I'm just watching them. They're grown up now. And I thought my life has changed. Like mm-hmm. I'm sitting down, which I think when you're, when your kids are really young and you've got a bazillion of them, forget about fitting painting into your life. Like just fitting, sitting down into your life is a huge spiritual discipline. I think. Right. Just getting to, to the bathroom by yourself is kind of a feat. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I sat down and I'm watching them and they all come off and I say, hey, you know, dry off before you go in and close the door where you raised in the barn. And they all went inside to play Legos or some such thing together. And I'm by myself sitting down. It was this gorgeous day and the earth smelled wonderful. And there was a breeze through the leaves and I could hear critters and the foliage nearby. And I remember thinking that I used to look at creation and think of the verse that, um, you know, everything testifies to God, the, the skies that declare the glory of God. And I used to just worship God by looking around me in creation. And then I had children and I would quote, um, I will praise you, God, for they are fearfully and wonderfully made. But then one day, and it may have been sitting there, beside the pool with the kids not even at the pool anymore, thinking, wait a minute, that's not how the verse goes. The verse is, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And I think in that season of laying down our lives to lift up the lives of all of our people, we forget, wait a minute, I'm one of their kids too. I'm one of God's kids. And he was so intentional when he wove me together in my mother's womb and he made me good at this and he gave me a heart for that and he gave me all these passions before I laid them down for the practical season of motherhood. And so Kelly and I just feel this this joy and this calling to look women in the eyes or if we're over you know, a podcast, to speak it into their hearts. Mm. God did a really great job when he made you, as he made you, and then he gave you children. This is Kelly again. Um, I think that one thing I really like to encourage young moms, particularly ones with very young children at home, is, you know, we live in a day and age where there's this sort of perception that if we don't accomplish 
big things when we're when we're young, but somehow we we we've missed the boat that we haven't done it right or that we're not as successful. You know, you see all these young actresses and and everything public. There's are so young and youth is such a big thing. And um, I felt that way when I was in my twenties. I just thought I'm going to be a best-selling author by the time I'm 30 and I'm going to do it with my kids by my side because that's what the really successful people do. They can do it. And um, I was working on a novel before I even had my first child. And then I had a baby and I'm still working on the novel. And then I had another baby and I was still working on it. And then I had another baby and I was still working on it. And, you know, it was just, a, it was a long, slow process. I was learning, I was growing, I was figuring out how to be a mom and how to be a writer. And it wasn't all just clicking the way that I, I thought it, it would. And I felt like such a failure. And what I, what I encourage young moms is it's okay if your dream takes a little bit of time, it's okay if you walk slowly toward it. Just don't stop walking. It's so it's so important even for your kids to see, hey, mom is walking towards something and she's working really hard and she's chipping away at it. And maybe it'll come quickly or maybe it won't. For me, it took a decade. It was 10 years of working on that novel before I finally got a book contract. And it was another two years before it hit bookshelves. And But the coolest thing was, my firstborn was there the day that the box of books came and I got to open it with him right by my side. And he had been there from the very beginning. He had been there in the early mornings when he'd wake up and see me write. And he saw what a long, slow process that it was. But he was my biggest cheerleader when I opened up the box. So that's another thing that I just want to encourage young moms is it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be an overnight success. It doesn't have to be something huge. It can just be little things every day and you're impacting your kids through that. It's mm, so good. And I think some of the uh, the moms that are listening today, and we're going to wrap this up for today, but I know that uh, there are lots of moms who are listening to who feel kind of trapped by motherhood. And I know I've had conversations with my daughter who has a three-year-old and a one-year-old at home right now. And I've heard her say many times, man, this is so much harder. I feel like I have these things I want to do and these dreams that God has given me. And I think what you guys are saying is you don't have to give up your dream uh, when you become a mom. And I love the, the, um, I love the realism that you're, that you're adding to the story because the truth is nobody has it all. I don't care who you're talking about. I'm 47 years old now, and I'm just now getting uh, a book that I've had in my heart for 10 years published. Why? Because I've been spending the last 20 years raising children. And I think it's it's a kind of a fallacy for women to think that we need to have it all at every season of our life rather than asking God to give us a dream that matches the season that we're in, because motherhood is kind of a series of small surrenders. Have you guys found that to be true? It seems like um, we're always kind of surrendering something, but when we surrender and do the things that God wants us to do, the dreams are still there. And I think we don't need to give up our dreams. You can be, um, I know for me, when my kids were little, um, I was still, I was blogging when I couldn't be out and speaking and teaching, which is what I love to do. I started writing and sometimes I wrote in the middle of the night and I'd wake up and I'd have something I wanted to say. I'm sure you guys can relate to this, right? When I finally got the kids to bed and that was the only time that it was quiet enough for me to continue uh, pursuing this dream that God had given me. And sometimes we don't know when it's going to come to fruition, but what you're saying is don't give up. Yeah. And I love the imagery of, you know, feeling like we're, we're almost imprisoned. I mean, 
I, there's a quote from Life Creative that says, sometimes this mothering gig feels like a prison. We're under house arrest. Mm. Though we love our blessed captors, there are long days and weeks and years no one ever prepared us for. There was so much that we didn't understand. But we we love this story of Paul under house arrest, that it was during that time, though he was hindered, from going out, the gospel message didn't go out. And I think that that's one of the main messages for Christian women who have all these different things that they want to do, really even for God's glory, but they're under house arrest with their with their sweet little captors, that we can be doing it at home. And the gospel message and the artistry and whatever it is you love to do can actually be happening first and foremost right there with your people. Mm. I love that. And I love that you're embracing the fact that our kids are, are gifts. They really are. They're gifts from the Lord. And as a blogger, I've kind of seen it firsthand. Um, many wives and moms that I meet have find themselves, they feel so desperate for significance um, amidst a growing sea of voices and platform, it seems to me, is what's coveted now. And a lot of moms are losing their families in order to find it. Um, but we're learning as we walk this thing out with our kids and walking in right relationship with God and keeping his priorities at the top of the list, that authentic living doesn't need a platform because it is the platform. And our kids are seeing the real us. And I love it, uh, Kelly, that you said that your son was there when you got that that box of books. I know how that feels. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a thrill, really, <laughs> to see your book come in print and show up and be able to hold it in your hands, especially when it was birthed in your heart a long time ago. Um, and I think if we're keeping our focus right and we're saying, Lord, help me with my children, help me be the mom that you've called me to be, because the only uh, platform our kids are concerned about is the one that we're raising them on. And it has to be authentic. And the the real, the growth happens in our hearts when we honor God's priorities and it's worth working for and worth protecting. And so I'm going to leave uh, this here today and just encouraging the moms, listen, if God's given you a call and a gift and you have a dream really that God's planted in your heart and equipped you to do, don't give up, be encouraged because God is working on that dream, even in the season of having little kids at home. Um, well, Wendy and Kelly are going to come back in a couple of days and we're going to continue uh, talking about this and talk about what it means to kind of be a Renaissance mom. What does it mean to walk through this season of life and learn how you can be creative at home and, uh, I love I love Life Creative. If you guys haven't checked out uh, Wendy and Kelly's book yet, do it because on the website it says that Life Creative paints the stories of moms just like you who are fitting their inspired lives into the everyday, ordinary places of motherhood. And that is a precious gift, and I know it's going to really minister to a lot of women. So Wendy and Kelly, you come back on Friday, and we'll pick this up where we left off. All right. Looking forward Thank to it. You. All right, everybody, tune in on Friday. If you've got questions about Life Creative or about Wendy and Kelly, I'm going to link back to them. Uh, you can head on over to the show notes and we'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.